Today's episode is brought to you by Augment, an online alternative MBA taught by the founders of Wikipedia, Shazam, Waze, YouTube, and more. It's online, 100% self-paced, and upon completion, students get a LinkedIn certificate signed by the founder of Shazam. You can enroll today at Augment.org and get your alternative MBA for just 50% off by using the code Monty Scholarship at checkout. That's Monty Scholarship, all one word, at Augment.org for half off the fees. Check out this unique new program that is both timeless and timely, completely aligned with what we believe in here at Timeless Leadership that will help you to become a future leader. Augment.org. This is Timeless Leadership, where we explore what makes extraordinary people tick. We look for the universal truths that will help make us better versions of ourselves. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Timeless Leadership. I'm your host, Scott Monty. This is one of those episodes where it's just me and you. Just the two of us together. I suppose, if I'm going to be grammatically correct, I should say where it's just you and me. And if you're a grammarian like I am, you might want to check out the occasional Saturday newsletter that I do called Off the Clock. It's a fun look at words and history. If you're a word nerd, a grammarian, a grammar Nazi, whatever you want to call yourself, you may think that's fun. It's more of a, a look not only at grammar, but also at literature and uh, funky stories from history. Just something a little additional to the more serious-minded stuff that goes out on the main Timeless and Timely feed. I'll put a link to Off the Clock in the show notes. And Off the Clock is apparently a very thematic newsletter because we just finished that interview with Jay Bear in episode 51 concerning his new book, The Time to Win. Now, if you haven't gotten this, it's a really nice little, and, and literally, I mean little, it's like a, the size of a 3 by 5 index card. And uh, it's about, oh gosh, I don't know, about 50 pages long or so. It's an easy read. But it's an essential read for anybody who wants to get at the heart of really what drives the customer experience in the 21st century. And to boil it down, it's really all about speed. And not necessarily being the fastest, but finding the timing that works for your customers. You, you want to impress them without annoying them. And sometimes service that is too quick can be just as annoying or troublesome as service that isn't quick enough. Now, when I was leading social media for Ford, I tried to be as responsive as I could to our online communities. And my quick response to tweets in particular was the stuff of legend. Well, it's not always possible to be in the moment. There are other priorities that drive us. And it isn't necessary for everyone to emulate that kind of behavior. And we also need to allow ourselves for uh, some time for slow thinking, right? for reflection. Stuff that kind of takes us off the grid and slows us down for a moment. And this is the perfect lead-in to 
our listener question this week. And if you have a question for me, you can simply email me at timelesspod at scottmonte.com. Timelesspod at scottmonte.com. I will take your questions, your feedback, your comments, and share them here on the show. And this week, Dan wrote in to uh, pose this question. One of the leadership qualities I hear about is decisiveness. Can you help me with how I can make decisions with more certainty, especially when there are so many unknowns in today's world? AI, hybrid work environments, the economy, etc. Well, thank you for that question, Dan. And it's one that I hear a lot. How do we maintain our decisive edge in a world that is filled with uncertainties. And it may seem that today's world has more uncertainty than ever before, but quite frankly, when don't we live in uncertain times? We don't know what the future is going to hold. We know a general direction. And this is why, you know, I talk about understanding history and and literature and all the rest, because if you can understand human nature, what understands people, you can then project what's going to happen in the future. Not with complete certainty, but with more certainty than if you are hopelessly naive about the past. And yes, leaders are meant to be decisive, but I would caution against being too decisive too quickly. It's exactly like Jay's example about the enchilada order coming out 90 seconds after he ordered it in a non-fast food restaurant. If a leader is too decisive, too quickly about something, it appears that he or she is responding with a knee-jerk reaction. And I think we like to think of the leaders that we admire as people who are thoughtful and take their time to understand strategically what one decision versus another decision will lead to. So you can still be decisive while being slower. And I think that's the thing that we need to make sure that our colleagues and the market understands from us. And to state it very clearly, if you'll give me a little bit of time to think this through, or I'd like to check with a couple of colleagues first to see what they have to say about it. I want to get some feedback from everybody before I go ahead and make that decision. That doesn't take away anything from your authority as a leader. In fact, it adds to it. It shows your consideration for other people in the decision-making process, and it also helps them to understand that you are including everyone You're still being thoughtful and you're going to put your stamp on it in the end. And ultimately, you are decisive. I hope that answers your question, Dan. And again, if anyone has a question for me, feel free to email at timelesspod at scottmonte.com. And we will put it in the next one-on-one show, which happens two weeks from now. Well, because time is our prevailing theme in this episode, I wanted to talk about how time played a part in a historic event 
and how even today, time is really the only constant that we have. Time is the one thing that we all have an equal amount of, and we need to use it to our advantage. The War of 1812. Did you know that technically it should never have taken place? You see, in the decades that followed the American Revolution, the United States was still something of an upstart, an experiment. World powers looked on with uh, wonder and amusement and a little skepticism. When the British and French government continued their <laughs> centuries-long conflict, America, the new America, was neutral. But in 1805, the British determined that they weren't going to allow American ships through France. Similarly, Napoleon ordered that neutral vessels sailing into British ports were subject to confiscation. And by 1812, President James Madison determined that America needed to be shown the respect it had earned. And on June 18, 1812, Congress officially declared war on Great Britain for the second time in three decades. But just two days before, on June 16th, a motion was entered before the British Council that the interference with American vessels was to cease, and the motion passed. Well, as you know, in those days, transatlantic communication was glacial, could take up to a month for important missives to pass between the continents. It's difficult to imagine that scenario now, when we can not only reach each other simultaneously in multiple forms of communication, but we can even get things delivered to our doorstep within an hour of ordering them online. We like to think that we wouldn't fall victim to having our lines crossed in the 21st century, after all, we'd know things at the speed of light. That's mostly true. But we're also victims of constantly focusing on whatever happens to be right in front of us, as we're distracted by notifications and more content online than we can possibly read in a hundred lifetimes. It robs us of a more balanced perspective of the past, of calm and considered thought, or even time to reflect on our mistakes or our successes on that particular day. In the book, The American Spirit, Who We Are and What We Stand For, David McCullough wrote this, I've decided that the digital watch is the perfect symbol of an imbalance in outlook in our day. It tells us only the time it is now, at this instant, as if that were all anyone would wish or need to know. Yes, we need to be attuned to what's happening at the moment, but more than ever, today's leader needs time. Time to focus. Time to reflect. Time to consider all of the stakeholders they need to serve. After all, it may stave off a catastrophic decision. I'm so glad you're here with me. I hope this helps you on your journey to become a better person and a better leader. In the week ahead, may your actions inspire others to learn more 
dream more, do more, and become more. The true hallmark of a timeless leader. I'm Scott Monty. Thanks, and I'll see you on the internet.